Screamer, and welcome back to Scream Stream, the show where I answer the question, is humanity indeed a walrus at heart? There's your teaser for this week's review. Thank you for joining me. I am James Gass, and on this week's episode, I was supposed to review Mr. Jones, but that ended up being on my shit list, so I will talk about that later after the review of this week's film, which is, as you may have guessed, Tusk. And Tusk is a 2014 film by uh, Kevin Smith, and it stars Michael Parks, Justin Long, Genesis Rodriguez, Haley Joe Osment, and Johnny Depp. Uh, Johnny Depp played uh, Guy Lapointe. Yeah, Lapointe. Guy Lapointe. I think so. I, I, guess I forgot how to pronounce the guy's name. It's been a week since I've watched the film. It currently has a 5.6 on IMDb, which is interesting because last night, uh, as of this recording, which is Friday, it had a 5.5. So, uh, for a brief plot synopsis, when podcaster Wallace Brighton goes missing in the backwoods of Manitoba while interviewing a mysterious seafarer named Howard Howe, his best friend Teddy and girlfriend Allison team with an ex-cop to look for him. This was written and directed by Kevin Smith. And the concept actually came from Smodcast episode 259, The Walrus and the Carpenter. And after watching the film, I went back and listened to the podcast and listened to the way they developed it. It was pretty interesting. Now, I wouldn't say I'm like a hardcore Kevin Smith fan. I do like the majority of his films, a few I didn't really care for. But this one I actually enjoyed. He had some really good actors in here. Uh, Michael Parks, uh, Justin Long, you might know him from the uh, Get a Mac ads. He was also in Jeepers Creepers. And Haley Joe Osment, who's gotten kind of fat in his age. And you will probably recognize him from The Sixth Sense, uh, the little kid in The Sixth Sense. Uh, he plays Teddy Kraft. Johnny Depp, I didn't actually realize this was Johnny Depp until after the movie. His character, I... I didn't really like his character a whole lot. I thought it was kind of goofy, which brings me into the comedy aspect of the film. He was sort of like, I guess you would call him comic relief. I didn't really like it. I was hoping the film would maintain a serious tone throughout, uh, but there were some moments that were humorous or, you know, some comedy thrown in there, which just wasn't really all that funny. So I was a little disappointed, uh, but it didn't ruin the movie for me because I still enjoyed the film. And some critics would say it's kind of like Kevin Smith makes the human centipede. And I, I don't really think that's true. I mean, even in the podcast, he said, you know, we're, we're kind of getting into uh, too much of human centipede and he didn't want to do that. So I, I don't, I don't think that's the case. Uh, some people do, and, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Uh, I happen to enjoy the story very much. I thought it was extremely creepy. Michael Parks was awesome in this movie as uh, Howard Howe. I mean, that guy was just absolutely creepy. Uh, Justin Long did a pretty good job. There was some dialogue that I didn't like. I thought was kind of stupid uh, during the, the scenes where... He's talking to Michael Parks in his gigantic house. I thought there was some dialogue that was just really cheesy. Uh, some of the other things, uh, like the morning after, was kind of goofy. Uh, 
overall, though, Justin did a good job. I was pleased. Uh, Genesis, Genesis Rodriguez did a great job. Haley Joe Osment was great. Uh, I, I thought some of the podcasting scenes were were also kind of just goofy. But, you know, again, overall, I enjoyed the story. So let's get into some of the shots and stuff and some of the aesthetics. This film actually looked really good. It was well shot. Some of the 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 uh, shot compositions were great. Uh, the scenes where uh, Michael Parks and Justin Long are at the dinner table was awesome. Overall, just a really dark tone in the house. Uh, and then we get into later on the film. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Those shots are amazing. The look is great. Uh, I love the way the film looked. It didn't have that uber video look that you see uh, a lot that I just really hate. And, and uh, if you listen to the show, you'll know I, I really hate that look. I like a more uh, filmic look, and this film had it. I really enjoyed this movie. I mean, this this was uh, right up there for me. I really enjoyed uh, Kevin Smith's Red State. So when I found out he was making another horror film, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. It was good. Now, as for my rating, it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be serious throughout. But the character of uh, Guy Lapointe really, I mean, almost ruined the movie for me. It was almost. As soon as he came on screen, I'm like, oh, this guy, really? Uh, now, some of the comedy as far as like the way the Canadians talked and when they were talking to the Canadian chief of police or whatever it is, the Royal Mount, I don't know. I'm not even going to try to guess. That was that was genuinely funny, and it didn't detract from the tone of the film. It didn't bring me, it didn't take me out. But that Johnny Depp's character just didn't really fit here. I don't, I don't think it did. It was mostly the comedy that I just didn't like. The rest of the film, perfect. So for my rating, I, I'm going to give this like a B-. minus. But I, I would still recommend you watch it. Uh, I rented it off of iTunes. It was like $4.99 for the standard definition version. So there you have it. There's my review of Tusk by Kevin Smith. As for my shit list, I have one film on the shit list. And that film is a movie I was supposed to review this week, Mr. Jones. Now this film came out in 2013, and it has a 4.6 on IMDb. And for a really brief plot synopsis, a young couple moves to the woods and soon finds their nightmares and reality colliding. Oh boy. This was directed by Carl Mueller, written by uh, Carl Mueller, and stars John Foster, Sarah Jones, and Mark Steger. And uh, this movie was, well, I don't know what the hell to call it. The acting was kind of okay. It was, the, if I had to rate the acting by itself, it would be like a, a C plus. The story, oh my God, I had no idea what the hell this movie was about. First, this couple goes to, moves to the woods and almost, the the opening almost reminded me of uh, Willow Creek, the found footage film. This is another found footage film too, by the way, which I did not know. I never saw a trailer for it. I just started watching the movie. I didn't know it was a found footage film. 
So the opening reminded me of Willow Creek to people move out into the woods. I guess this guy wanted to make a documentary and it like, uh, the first act was sort of like, we're already into the documentary. We don't know what it goes from day one to day 30 something. I don't really know what's going on. Why are, why is he all upset? Cause they start acting weird. And then it moves in this whole other thing where they find, they, some dude steals his backpack. And so they decide to go break into the guy's house and find out some guy who makes weird sculptures with trees and, and stuff. And, from there, I don't know what the hell was going on. A bunch of weird stuff started happening. Nothing was explained. In the middle of the movie, the guy leaves the woods, goes to New York or someplace to film his new documentary now about Mr. Jones, and then goes back, and then more stuff happens. It's just weird. The story was convoluted. It didn't mesh. Uh, the, uh, somebody did a really piss-poor job on the outline of this film. It, it was just really bad. Script was goofy. The ending was the worst. I mean, it, oh, dude, it was just horrible. And apparently Mr. Jones is somebody who's supposed to keep the dream world from coming into reality. And the girl kept screaming, there's something in the woods. And Mr. Jones was supposed to protect us from that. And we never find out what was in the woods or anything. It was just a really bad film. Just absolutely shitty. Now, I, did, I watched the thing all the way through because I said I was going to review it on this on this show. Uh, I'm not going to give it a proper review. I'm not even going to give this movie a rating. This movie doesn't deserve a rating. It, that's how bad it really is. All the blogs hyped it up. I don't know why. What were they thinking? This movie just sucked ass. I'm sorry. It was bad. Terrible. Oh, jeebus. I wouldn't wish this film on my worst enemy. With that said, <laughs> there, are, there are some really good films on Amazon Prime. Now, a couple episodes ago, I told you I got a Kindle and for Christmas, and I started reading all these books. Well, I signed up for Amazon Prime, and I started looking at their uh, online streaming uh, collection. They actually have a crap ton of horror films. Now, I don't know if any of those are any good, but there is a huge selection there. Now, Amazon, I'm not sponsored by Amazon or anything like that. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of horror on Amazon Prime. A few of those I've seen. Uh, they're adding more stuff uh, by the week. I am really excited to get in there and start looking at some of the stuff that they offer. Uh, I'm really excited about that. I'm glad I paid the, and it's like 100 bucks a year. But when you look at, the cost of Netflix, it's about the same price, but they have by far a larger collection of horror films than Netflix does. Uh, so I would also recommend go check it out. Amazon prime. You can get like, I think there's like a 30 day free trial or something like that. You can go and look at the movies. They have tons and tons and tons of horror films. And I will start digging into those, uh, very soon. And hopefully some of those I will be reviewing as far as Hulu. I canceled my Hulu subscription. I just didn't watch it very much. I got what I needed out of it, and, and uh, I don't use Hulu anymore. I didn't really watch. The only thing I really watched it for was uh, The Twilight Zone and uh, The Night Gallery. And those were the only two shows that I really watched, and I watched those quite a bit. 
uh, <laughs> I'd watch the, the series all the way through. And then sometimes when I'm bored, I just go back and watch the other episodes. I apologize. That's my dog moving around there. Uh, so yeah, I canceled Hulu going to Amazon prime, tons of tons and tons of films there, uh, to watch. As far as Netflix goes though, there is some really good stuff happening on Netflix. Uh, there are some new additions there and some of those include the Ouija experiment, which I did watch. It was shitty. Bless the child. Uh, that was actually a pretty good film from 2000 cam to cam. Uh, now I've, I've seen this one hyped up on the blogs too. Uh, so I, I do want to check that out. It's supposed to be decent, but it's cam. The number two cam identity with, uh, uh John Cusack, really good film. From 2003, Lust of the Dead 2, uh, Jeebus, Lust of the Dead 3, Never Lake, Ragnarok, which I don't know if Ragnarok is actually, well, no, it's more of a sci-fi fantasy, uh, scratch that. <laughs> Amityville 2, The Possession, which I think I did talk about that already, and that's about it for the new releases on Netflix, so there's a few added, a couple good ones. Blessed Child was great, as well as Identity. And if you want to keep track of what's going on on Netflix, you can check out us.whatsnewonnetflix.com. And uh, that's where I get my lists from. They don't sponsor the show either. So uh, it's just a really cool website to see uh, what some of the new releases are uh, on Netflix. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of ScreamStream. I want to thank you for listening again. And if you want to connect with me, you can go to screenpod.weebly.com. And there you'll find all the links to me on social sites. You can follow me on Twitter at James Gass. Uh, you can even send us some feedback. If you uh, click on the little tab that says contact us, uh, you can send us some feedback directly. Or at the top left, you can send me an email directly. And you can also find me there on Google+, Facebook, and all of that other cool stuff. That's screenpod.weebly.com. And remember, ScreamStream is listener-supported, and we do this through Patreon. And Patreon is a way for you to just uh, donate some money to the show to help keep it going. You can give as much or as little as you want. Every little bit helps. And you can go to patreon.com slash ScreamStream to uh, contribute to the show. I would greatly appreciate it, and you can even get some stuff there. Uh, so Patreon is a really good way to uh, support content creators, and I would greatly appreciate you supporting this show because uh, I do want to create good content for you, and uh, hopefully uh, you enjoy it enough to uh, say, here, here's a buck or two. So patreon.com slash ScreamStream. Until next week, actually, you know what? Next week I think I'm going to talk about Horns, which is the new film uh, that w or based on the novel by Joe Hill and stars Daniel Radcliffe. I might talk about that next week on the show. Uh, there's a couple of others that I really want to talk about here. One of which is Nightbreed. The director's uh, cut is on Netflix. I, I do plan on watching that and doing a review of that. Uh, as well as I'm going to check out this show called Helix, which was on Sci-Fi Channel. And uh try to watch some of that and and uh, give you the review of that and i still have to watch witching and bitching i never did finish that movie and from just from the parts that i saw it was pretty darn cool oh i also watched knights of badass uh which i am also going to review 
So I'll tell you what, next week on the show I'll do Nightbreed, the director's cut. Uh, I watched the theatrical version, loved it, so let's see how the director's cut stands up to that. So until next week, I'm James Gass saying, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night.